Alhamdulillah wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in Amma ba'd, my dear brothers and sisters, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Welcome to this week's episode where we will be discussing three important parenting principles from the story of Ya'qub alayhi salam in the Qur'an Let's jump straight into it, we're going to be starting off with verse number 8 in surah number 12, which is surah Yusuf. And this part of the story, it begins with a conversation that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has recorded for us, where the brothers are talking amongst themselves. And they say, إِذْ قَالُوا لَيُوسُفُ وَأَخُوهُ أَحَبُّ إِلَىٰ أَبِيْنَا مِنَّا وَنَحْنُ عُسْبَحْ إِنَّ أَبَانَا لَفِي ضَلَالٍ مُبِينٍ That surely Yusuf and his brother are more beloved to our father and even though we are a larger, stronger group of brothers, clearly our father is mistaken in this matter. So now when you look at this verse, there's a sense of perceived injustice taking place, where the brothers of Yusuf, they feel as if Yaqub loves Yusuf and his brother Benjamin more. Now to understand some context over here, understand that the brothers of Yusuf that are mentioned in the story are from one mother, and then Yusuf and Benjamin are from another mother. So now Benjamin and Yusuf, it comes across as if their father loves them more and perhaps treats them better and shows them more love and spends more time with them, shows them more respect and so on and so forth. Now, Yaqub is a prophet of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the prophets of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, as we know, do not commit sin. However, human mistakes can take place from them. So what is possibly happening over here is that as a human error, they are unable to hide their true feelings where Yaqub maybe he does love Yusuf and his brother more. And this perception, this is what creates that jealousy. So understand that every child wants the affection of their parent. Every child wants that love, wants that time, wants that recognition from their parent. And perhaps the brothers of Yusuf, due to perceived neglect, they're reacting out in this way. They're reacting out in this way. So the lesson over here is that you have to make sure that you treat all of your children equally. If you buy them a gift, buy them all equitable gifts, right? This is what Islam teaches us. Even in terms of the way that we spend time with them, the type of affection we show with them, try to show it equally as much as possible. Yes, you cannot control the feelings of your heart, but what you do with your actions is in your control. What you do with your actions is in your control. So if you spend time with one child, if you show affection to one child, make sure you show it to the other to prevent feelings of jealousy taking place. To prevent those feelings of jealousy taking place. And this is an important principle that it's not always about how you understand the situation in parenting, but it's also about how your children perceive it as well. And that has to be taken into consideration. So what we learn, treat them equally as much as possible. When you are not equal, then be equitable at least. Be equitable at least. Show them equal amounts of uh, affection. Try to spend equal amounts of time with them. And if they are lashing out and if they're doing things that, you know, normally a child would not do and should not do, then that is usually a cry for help. That is usually a cry for help, meaning that they just want more affection and they just want more care from their parents. 
Principle number two, you have to be concerned about the deen of your child. You have to be concerned about the deen of your child. And for this, we go to Surah Al-Baqarah, Surah number two, verse 133, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, أَمْ كُنْتُمْ شُهَدَاءَ إِذْ حَضَرَ يَعْقُوبَ الْمَوْتُ إِذْ قَالَ لِبَنِيهِ مَا تَعْبُدُونَ مِنْ بَعْدِ قَالُوا نَعْبُدُ إِلَهَكَ وَإِلَهَ آبَائِكَ إِبْرَاهِيمُ وَإِسْمَعِيلَ وَإِسْحَاقُ إِلَهًا وَاحِدًا وَنَحْنُ لَهُ مُسْلِمُونَ in this verse, or did you witness when Yaqub uh, was coming to the moment of death and he asked his children, who will you worship after my passing? They replied, we will continue to worship your God, the God of your forefathers, Ibrahim, Ismail, Ishaq, the one God, and to him we will all submit. So this shows us the level of concern that Yaqub had for his children in terms of their deen. And this is something we should definitely care about. Often we think about their education, their careers, and those are good. Those are healthy. You should think about it. But at the head of those affairs, you should be concerned about their deen. You should be concerned about, are they going to be successful in the hereafter? Are they going to be good Muslims in this life? And this requires having open and frank conversations with them. Have open and frank conversations with your children about deen. But more importantly, you need to do two things. As best as you are able to, if you want to preserve the religious identity of your children, try your best to do two things. Number one, always lead by example. Always lead by example. You want your children to pray, then pray with your children. You want your children to recite and memorize Quran, read and recite Quran with your children. You want your children to be closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, those very actions that you want them to do, do them and lead by example. Number two, the importance of congruency. And what that means over here is you can't prohibit your child from something, yet you yourself are doing it. So if there's something that you've prohibited your child from doing, then make sure you're not falling into it. If you're telling your child, don't delay your salah, but you're delaying your salah, that's not an act of congruency. That is an act of contradiction. That why are you telling me to do something when you yourself are not doing it? And these subtle things, they have an impact on religious identity. So leading by example and making sure that there is congruency in what you're commanding them to do and the actions that you yourself are doing itself. And here we see that Yaqub is showing his concern for the deen of his children. And this is very, very important. And this leads us to point number three or principle number three, the importance of making dua for your children. And this is in Surah Yusuf towards the end where the brothers of Yusuf, they come to Yaqub now and they've recognized their mistake and they're seeking forgiveness from uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and from their father. So they ask their father, seek forgiveness for us. Now when they tell this to their father, what does their father say? He says, so lakum rabbi, that I will seek forgiveness for you with my Lord. Notice how Yaqub he didn't seek forgiveness for them with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala right there and then. The scholars of tafsir mention that Yaqub he wanted to wait till the last third of the night to make dua for his children because he knew that the dua at the last third of the night is a dua that is responded to in Sa'atul Istijaba, an hour of response by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this teaches us the importance of making dua for our children in all aspects of their lives, but more importantly, their deen and their relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
So these are the three important principles I wanted to share with you today that make sure that no injustice is perceived by the children. You treat them equitably and show equal amounts of affection, love, and time to all of them. Number two, be very concerned about their deen. And two important things to keep in mind, lead by example and make sure that there's congruency and no contradiction. And then number three, the importance of making dua for your children as it is a dua, insha'Allah ta'ala, that is answered by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And use those specific times that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala answers du'as to make dua for your children as well. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us tawfiq in parenting correctly according to the sunnah of our prophets. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala rectify any mistakes that we have. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive our sins and any mistakes that we've made in parenting and make us of those that are able to raise their children righteously. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect our children and keep them steadfast upon Islam. Allahumma ameen. Jazakumullah khairan for tuning in. Subhanakallahumma bihamdik. Ashadu la ilaha illa ant. Astaghfiruka wa tubu ilaik. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.